All right, welcome back to Success Money Marriage Podcast. I'm Steve Siebold. And I'm Dawn Siebold. And today's episode, we're going to talk about negotiating with your, your partner, negotiating large capital investments into your business. Really, the money part is what we're talking about. And I would say, you know, there's lots of things depending on the business you're in. Uh, there's lots of things that you need in terms of, uh, you know, large and uh, large capital investments. But probably the biggest one, the most important one is employees, right? right? Our right. employees are our, our, our getting employees and, and the, the decision to hire people or not right. hire people and then how to manage the employees and then how to house the employees, how right. to pay the employees, how to incentivize the employees. How I much mean, to pay the employees. Right. Well, the, exactly. The, the whole Time thing. Time off. I mean, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot. It's a lot. And so, there, so there's, you know, the one of the critical things here is to negotiate with your, with your partner through money. Now, this is right. specifically, it comes down to numbers, okay? We're not talking about other things. Uh, we're really talking mostly about the numbers so you know the first thing we do obviously is we look at our our you know our numbers in our business right our sales our, our bottom line our top line our cash you know, our expenses our cash flow all, all those things we're looking at our numbers saying okay what can we afford okay right. what do we need what can we afford and this typically comes up in a business when your cash you know your cash flow is strong because you're thinking okay we could actually do a lot more here we could expand but we we've got this extra money and so the best investment you can usually make in a business depending on the business is mm-hmm. to hire more employees right. higher level employees um um, whatever it is, more expensive employees, let's say. Um, and so you're looking at numbers. So negotiating those numbers. Let's talk about a little bit about putting the numbers together like you do with the spreadsheets that we that we do every week. Yeah, I mean, you just basically, I think, well, first of all, I think what you have to do when you're in business together is, uh, is identify what the expectation is. If you're going to put money into employees, you're going to put money into benefits. What is your expectation? What do you expect from that employee? Or what do you expect the outcome to be um, before you even start trying to figure out the numbers and figure out, you know, so I think one of the first things we do is uh, we'll be doing something in the business and it'll occur to me, um, I'm probably too valuable uh, to the company to be doing this. And that's usually the first time I want to hire somebody. So oh, then yeah. I come to you yeah. and I go, I'm putting I'm putting letters in envelopes. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But when you first were at 177 and we were boxing up the books and shipping them ourselves, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we had like 3,000, 5,000 books that came to our apartment. Oh, and we had his mom and dad helping us. And, and we're, we're like carrying boxes and we're, we're putting labels on boxes. And it occurred to me that we make too much money and you know together to be doing this. So I think one of the first things that we do when we negotiate is go, okay, look, we, you know, well, you've done things. So you're too valuable for the company. We need to hire this out. And then once we start to look at what we need to hire out, then we start investigating how much do we want to spend? What are, what's our budget? Um, you know, what are our expectations from the employee and, and, and move from there. But I think the first thing is, is when you identifying, okay, this is probably something I don't want to keep doing um, yeah. because I'm too valuable and we can probably get someone for a little more than minimum wage to, uh, to stuff envelopes and be probably very good at it and appreciate the job. Yeah, and, it, and I think it has something to do with risk tolerance or your tolerance for risk as a as an employer mm-hmm. or a business person. When you when you think, I do, and I think that goes in cycles. I think you know, in, in the beginning, you and I were just by ourselves, and we thought that was great. Then we wanted to grow in our thirties, and we built a bigger business, and then in our forties, <clears throat> our forties, we decided to scale back, and then 
in our 50s, you want to go big again. Right. So I think that, you know, you've got to have that con- conversation continually going on. I remember one of the times, one of the, the funnier times we had with, with capital investment is we were we were working with one of our, our business, our strategic partners, Bob Proctor up in Toronto. And um, he was kind of guiding us and mentoring us uh, in our business. And this is probably 1999 or maybe 2000 mm-hmm. or something like that. A long time ago. And I remember we were, we were our cash flow was extremely strong, right. more than we had ever seen in our lives. And it was just going well. And I was talking to Bob and we had just come out with this program called the Tiger Program, like right. the Jungle Tiger Program. And it was a calling prospecting program that we'd start running. And literally, we were running it all over the world. We were in. We um, still do today. I mean, how many countries? We well, still we have were, it. But we were all over the world. Right. Then, we were talking about that, all over. Right. That program was all over. Right. The place. Right. It literally right. went around the world in, in 90 days. It Mostly was for network marketing companies. Network marketing, direct sales. Mm-hmm. Direct sales. Uh, uh, yeah. Affinity marketing. Right. Um, yeah. MLM, whatever. All those kinds of things. Anything that had rejection in it. And so, the, right. So it was based on the jungle tiger for a bunch of reasons I won't get into because it's not the subject really. But anyway, I was talking to Bob on the phone and you remember this. Mm-hmm. And he said, you got it. Back then we did albums. Now everything's free on YouTube. Right. So we don't do too many albums anymore. But we had albums. Uh, back then it were, it was, they, were, um, they were tape albums, right. cassettes. Right. And then they were CDs. Some of them were CDs. I think Tiger And DVDs. We had some DVDs. DVDs. And I think the Tiger was CDs. So CDs. Say, it was never cassettes. Right. But that CDs. was before. Right. CDs. Yeah. Some of the albums that Bill and I did were cassettes back. Bill Gove and I. Right. But, but um, mm-hmm. anyway, so we were doing a CD album and I told Bob, I was talking to Bob, I, he said, how's it going? I said, you know, we're just killing it. I said, we're just printing money. It's just, it's just, re- I feel like a bank. I mean, it's ridiculous. I said, we're hiring people. We're, remember, we decorated the office in Tigers. Florida like a jungle. Right. We had a person come in. That's when you know you have too much cash right. flow. Right. Your whole office looks like a freaking jungle. Right. It was ridiculous. Right. But we were having fun and probably should have saved more of that money than we, but we were having fun with it. And so Bob, of all ideas, he comes out and he goes, well, what, you know, Bob goes, what, what are you, so he talks, he goes, well, what are you going to do with the cover of the album? What are you going to put on the cover? And I said, well, I don't know, like a jungle baby goes, I got an idea right now. He goes, you know what you ought to do? You ought to, put, you ought to do a photo shoot with a live jungle tiger. Remember that? Yes. And I go, yeah. I would call him Uncle Bob. I said, Uncle Bob, seriously. He goes, he goes, yeah. 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 As a matter of fact, I know a guy up in Orlando right. um, that, that that he raises tigers, like these seven, eight hundred, nine hundred pounds. But they were on TV. They were tigers, tigers on the, they were on the television. I think the Chevron tiger, tigers. Yeah, Chevron, Chevron tiger. tiger. That's right. That's Chevron right. Yeah. gas station. Yeah, that's good, good, the uh, tigers. Good memory. Yeah, yeah. I've forgotten the ball. Right. That's twenty right. something years ago. Yeah. So, so tell so, them what happened. Yeah. So he so he says you <laughs> ought to do a joke, you know, photo shoot. So Bill Bill Gove was alive back then, our business partner, right? Uh, the father of professional speaking, you know, genius in his own right. And uh, Don was running the company and i was and i was really promoting the tiger program bill and i were speaking all over the world about the tiger program literally we went everywhere and it was just not everywhere but the western world for sure we were everywhere it seemed like at the time and so uh, so i told bill i said we're gonna do a we're gonna do a photo shoot with a live tiger and bill goes how much is that going to cost? I mean, what does it cost to do a photo shoot with a tiger? Right. And I go, I have no idea, but I can guarantee you we can afford it. You're going to have to buy the damn thing. We'll buy the tiger. We were pretty high. You know, we were a little bit kind of high on that. And I think the, that's okay when you first start making fun. money. It, I mean, we, 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 we settled down. We we, 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 we geared it. it back. And and I think I think that you should plan on spending a little extra money when you first start making it. It was and Get fun. excited. It was fun. I mean, There's we, nothing we wrong with it. that. We did we did decide to pull it back a we little bit. We didn't go bit, too but, crazy, but we were having some fun. And, uh, and I, he said, you should. 
this is a good idea? He goes like, will it be in a cage? <laughs> and I said, no. I said, no. They, I called the guy and they put it on a chain, but then oh, they- Oh, it's the scariest thing I've ever they done. They hide the chain. So you won't really see the chain. If you see the chain, it won't be much. And, and he, goes, he goes, well, okay, so what do we do? So remember, we set it up. Yeah. And the guy, so I called the tiger guy, and or I'm sorry, the photo shoot guy, uh, the photographer. Right. And he says, yeah, he goes, bring three sets of clothes. All of three of you bring three sets of clothes and then we'll shoot three covers right. and then with the tiger and then um and then uh you know we'll do we'll just do a wardrobe change in between and then you can decide which one you want to put on the album cover because this album was going to literally go over the world which it eventually did right very very quickly because right. we had clients all in 97 companies were, were involved like within 90 days it was stupid successful so um anyway so we get up there and uh, <laughs> this is crazy and we get up there and uh the guy says yeah yeah come right over here with the tiger's waiting for i forget his name uh, there's a name i can't remember awful. his name oh my gosh y'all. he was it was so scary i mean huge. he was sitting down and it was taller than me he was almost taller than us sitting down oh, i mean it was it like was like so you know scary. like a dog sits down on their butt and it just i mean and the head was i mean this tiger's head was this big it was, it was i mean it was just and they were feeding him meat the whole time remember just big they raw just meat. like and he was gobbling yes. it down and you're thinking that could be my arm yes you know yes oh that was awful so we're looking at so, it and bill yeah. i remember bill goes uh is he is he pretty tame i mean you know like and they had two little guys holding them yeah i mean these trainers were not that with big a, maybe yeah like maybe 175 pounds each these oh, two yeah. kids i mean that was y'all it was really well there was funny. no way if the tiger oh yeah is, no uh, he said it was an 800 pound tiger we're dead he said if the thing lunges he said there's no way we can we'll grab him right but you know he said but there's no way to, to hold back a lunge with an 800 right. pound animal and then everybody said guys. don't look at him in the face well that was their thing Gosh. so he says oh so we God. get closer and the guy goes yeah yeah no, no he's in a he's the chevron tiger uh chevron he used to be on tv he used to be on television very calm his mouth was so big i'm thinking just one lunge but they had him on a chain and he was very calm and everything and he, we were around him he said, was and we said can we pet him they said do not pet the tiger no no don't touch the tiger and don't look at him don't look at don't look him in the eyes don't and if he stares eyes. at you do not look just look the other way look down and i'm thinking i know geez what if i you know do the wrong thing i move my armor so he's to take he's of course, kill so, us all. as soon as he told me not to look in his eyes the first thing i want to do is look, look in his, his eyes, eyes of course and he was so big <laughs> it was a, oh, and it was, they had him across the, the like you know 15 <laughs> feet from us and bill's like you sure this is safe see bill, you sure like we're not gonna well, bill die is 85 years old he said he says he goes i can just see the headlines now bill go father professional speaking dies by death eaten by, by a tiger, tiger. Eaten, eaten by a tiger, tiger. overnight in orlando and i said no nah, no nah, it's fine it's not gonna be a problem so we got our, our clothes on we'd like well, no big deal this is a train this is a professional right. tiger he's not like a like oh he's not an God. amateur he's a pro yeah, you know whatever. he does this for a he makes money being a tiger right he's a paid tiger he's a paid tiger so he's not gonna he's gonna be professional he's a professional he's, he's, a professional. he's not gonna kill anybody right. or anything like that so we we thought okay just let's you know relax and just get this thing done so we they put up it was outside of course and so they put up those wardrobe racks mm-hmm. like they do at photo shoots and we hung all, all our clothes up and they said okay get your first ones on so we all got our first <laughs> sets of clothes on of three and uh, so we're standing there and they, they go, okay, guys, because so the Don, I think you were in the middle. I was in the middle. And Bill was on one side and I was on the other side of Don standing. And then they bring the tiger over to you and he was supposed to sit in front. And they said, now when he comes over, do not make any quick moves. Again, don't look at him. He's just going to sit down in front of you guys and then we'll hold him. There was a chain on one side, a chain on the other, two guys out of sight of the camera. <laughs> and then the photographer would start snapping the pictures. And they said, don't make any quick moves. Don't say anything. Just smile. Look at the camera. Do not look at the tiger. And if he, and if he moves and he, <laughs> he looks at you in any way, do not look him squarely in the eyes and everything will be fine. Don't worry about it. We're like, 
holy, you know, you know. sweating. Uh, we're yeah, like, we're like, okay, gonna, this can we just like, move oh on? God. Can we start taking pictures? Yeah. And then Bill's like, this this is starting to scare me a little, Steve. And I go, okay, just I'm, I'm a little. He goes, are you frightened? I'm like, okay, just a little bit, maybe um, a little bit, but it's not going to be a big deal. So anyway, so we so we started calm down. We're laughing a little, you know. Right. So finally, the guy goes, okay, guys, guys, ready? They sit the tiger. We said, okay, tiger comes over very very softly. Right. As big as freaking paws were. Right. Just huge. I, yes. I've never. Yeah, you see him in the zoo. Now you're next to one with no, no cage. Yes. It's freaky. It, so he comes over. He looks at us, and we all just look forward. I can see him kind of looking mm-hmm. at us, remember? Yeah. And then he turned around. They said he turned him around, and he sits down in front of us, and he faces the, the camera. camera like we are. And so he sits down, and he sits right on my foot. And I mean, the tiger's 800 pounds. And I mean, it's not all 800 pounds, obviously, when he's sitting down. But I mean, like it was, it felt like 50 or 60 pounds on my foot instantly. And I said, he's on my foot. And he goes, do not move your foot. Do not move your foot. Don't make a move. He said, it's fine. He doesn't even feel your foot. Don't move your foot. And I'm like, okay, can we start taking, I'm not moving my foot. He goes, don't move your foot. And he goes, I said, can we start taking now? And Bill's like, let's just take the, you know, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I won't yeah. You know, say what he said, yeah. but he's like, yeah. can we just take the pictures and get the hell out of here? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, so can you, you know, do the picture? And he goes, he goes, yeah, yeah, everything's going to be fine. So he's about to start taking pictures. He snaps a few. Remember what happens? Yeah. The tiger turns around, right. his head around, and looks right at the three it of us. It was like the exorcist. It Y'all was. know the lady all the way around. He looks, he turns around like, and looks at us, and, oh, and we're like, and he says, uh, he thinks, oh, don't look at the tiger in the eyes. Do not look at the tiger. So we're like, okay, okay. we're not looking. We're not, we're like, Here's please. us not looking. Yeah. Here's us not looking. And he said, just don't move. It's all fine. Right. Everything's going to be fine. Just He's going to, he's just looking at you, checking you out. And we're like, okay, is he, is he okay? Yeah, okay. And then he turns around. We're like, oh God, geez. Oh God. And they said, okay, just take the pictures. So then he remember, so then it was fine. Everything went fine for 10 minutes yeah, or something. Right, right. He took the pictures. The photographer goes, okay, take the tiger away. So they pull the tiger away. They go, okay, wardrobe change number two. Like, remember Hell what we said? no. Hell no. no. We're, we're not here, getting baby. back out. We're gone. No, we're not getting back go, out. Bill Gove was like, we are not. Yeah, we're no. go, let's nope, get the hell nope, out of here. We don't care what they look like. I don't care what it costs. Nope, we're gone. Nope. They're like, no, you have two wardrobe changes. We have this an hour more. You already paid for it. You, we've already paid for it. We've already paid for it. Back in those days, it was a lot that, more expensive. It was. It was. You had to have a photo shoot, yeah, all the oh, lights, yeah. and this was yeah. outside. Yeah. Well, they didn't have the cameras they have now. They didn't have the technology they have now. It's not the same thing. It was very expensive. Well, okay, the funniest part of that, I mean, the, that was super funny, but the funniest part. <laughs> <laughs> that was get, funny at the time. That was not funny at the time. So we get the we get the picture back, and we're building, we're putting the album together, and now we've hired a couple of younger people in the office. So they were like 22, 23 years old. And at the time, we were like 40. Remember Shayla? Yeah. So we were like, and we were like 40, right? Yeah. I had just turned 40, right? Yeah. So anyway, that was before that. Anyway, so we had hired some, so we get the, we get the pictures back and we're putting together the album and, uh, and the, one of the young girls walks, she's like 21. She's a graphic artist and she walks by and she's like, that's really not a very good Photoshop picture. And, and we're, we're like, like what's, what's Photoshop? What's Photoshop? <laughs> what do you mean Photoshop? Photoshop. What is Photoshop. And she's like, yeah, you know how you insert pictures and <laughs> pictures. And we're like, and then she, I mean, it's a, that's a bad Photoshop. Yeah, she says, that's not a good Photoshop. That's not, even, that's not a good Photoshop. We're like, we're like it's not we Photoshop. Don't know, we don't know what it is. She that's goes, what do you mean Photoshop? That's she when goes, it first the, came the out. The tiger's a Photoshop. We go, no, that's a live tiger. She's like, tiger. you seriously didn't go sit in front of it. You know, you could have easily just gone to a green screen and put a tiger in we're the like, middle. What's a green screen? What are you talking about? <laughs> what's Photoshop, a green, screen? green screen? What are these things you're talking about we don't know nothing about? Yeah. We, we did it. I called yeah. Bob. I said, Bob. I said, <laughs> he we got a Photoshop. He goes, what's Photoshop? I go, well, apparently we didn't have to sit in front of a tiger. We almost died. We didn't. 
getting almost We done. told him to pay. Well, we, we told him that. He was laughing. Died. He goes, oh, my God. No. I said, thanks, Uncle Bob. He goes, well, I thought it was a pretty good idea. Yeah. And so anyway, so that so Bill's like, no, Bill Gove was like, no more photo, no more um, pictures no with tigers. No pictures with tigers. And we learned what Photoshop was. So, you know, the good news was we, we did the album and that album went we, All nuts. over, right, right. Oh, it sold that's, zillions that's of copies. Funny. It was, it was crazy. Funny. But yeah. So what advice would you give us? That was a big investment. It was, and we didn't negotiate that. We wanted it so badly. I that, my pants, yeah, I, no, it was it was bad. <laughs> but what advice would you give about negotiating, you know, equipment, employees when you're working with someone? I mean, I know for us, we just do a lot of research, like Steve yeah. did when we were talking about making the final decision. Uh, if there's a if there's an employee that I wanted to hire, or, or you know, I, I build a case and I come to Steve, I, I yeah. get prepared to build a case. Right. If it's a piece of equipment or if it's a, a you know a major investment, I uh, I build a case and then I go to Steve and we sit down and discuss. Well, it. and we look at the numbers like one of the things that Don and I do I think that I don't know where we learned it maybe someone taught it to us or we just came up with it but one of the things that we've done all the time is we'll look at okay if we make this investment like if we hire this person or we buy this 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 product or this machine or this office building or you know whatever it is we'll say okay if we're wrong worst case scenario um, how long does it take to reverse the decision either um, terminate the employee sell the building sell the piece of equipment um, you know whatever pivot, it is just pivot, pivot yeah. whatever way we have to pivot how long can how much can we afford to lose if we're completely wrong right. and this just goes south fast one way or another whatever the investment might be how long what can we afford to lose and then we right. look at it and say well okay we can afford to take it. and we come up and we look at our numbers mm-hmm. and I think that's probably the lesson with any investment capital investment especially large ones is look at your number you got to know your numbers and, and you know, and also know the risks. I mean, we yeah, have we right. have and we have friends right. in business that just take no risks. I mean, they are in the same place. And we have friends that have taken huge, huge risks, risks and right. they lost everything. So, and, some of them and I think that's a discussion maybe for another topic. I mean, another session. Just risk alone. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on your tolerance, and we we're pretty in terms of. I think you, you have to know your partner in terms of what your risk tolerance right. is. Your your not your is not quite as big as mine, but mine's not that big either. And I think that as we've gotten older and we've more experience, mine's I've I've kind of taken it down, down a little bit. bit because the worry is part of the. I factor the worry into the equation right. now. Yeah, you because know, if you sat up at night enough times thinking about how you're going to pay payroll, how you're going to pay your mm-hmm. mortgage, your cars, your you know whatever right. it is, you're worried about money um, in some fashion. It's not fun and as you get older i think that it gets harder because it takes more out of you i agree you know you don't have the 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 uh I don't know what that is. I'm not sure what you don't have, but you, it, it doesn't. Don't you think? Well, yeah, I think you just want to hold on to more of what you have than risk it. And I mean, you want to, yeah. the older you get, you want to hold on to what you've made. Yeah, you want to. I think when you're young and ambitious, you want to take over the world, and yeah. I think that's fine. And, and there are too. people that have done I it, do obviously. Too. But um, you know, you have your kind of. Uh, you know, a little bit, I think you have a bigger tolerance for risk, I suppose. Absolutely. And then I think maybe, and it's just our experience and maybe I've heard other people say And we've had a lot more failures. So now we know like in the beginning, I mean, and when we first started making it, we could not, we could not lose. I mean, every single thing we did just turned it. I mean, once we turned that, that first, uh, that first million, we, everything we did turned to gold. Well, in the beginning, we, we, we just failed literally a lot. couldn't miss. We failed a lot well, that's in the beginning, what I'm saying. and then, then we that. succeeded right. one after another. Just right. kept coming, and it got to the point where it was years and years, and we thought it doesn't we matter what miss. we do, we right. can't miss. It's like we must have some kind of gift or something. I remember we, we <laughs> oh, could, so well, you get six or seven home runs, and you're yeah. thinking, you know, I'm a genius. We kind of know. Oh, I never figured we were geniuses, <laughs> honestly. I mean, I but I never thought that. But no. but you start thinking, you know, we kind of got the formula down right. here, and then then we took. A tremendous loss, and you go, Oh, yeah, no, that nope. turns out that's yeah. all BS, yeah, 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 yeah. you know. <laughs> then you start pulling back, right? But, um, a little bit, but I, th- I think you know, it's all I don't know what the answer is to that. I guess it's individual to everyone, mm-hmm. but more mostly to 
the couple, to, to your partner and you, that you decide this is the risk we'll take. And that's what we do. We look at the numbers. I mean, basically, Absolutely. if you look at our process and we say, okay, yeah. if we're completely, right. we don't look at the upside. It's we, always the downside. We, we look at the upside, but we don't focus on the upside. We focus on the downside and say, if we're totally wrong, if we're just completely wrong about this investment, how much can we afford to just lose? Almost like going to Vegas and saying, how much can I afford to lose? Because odds are I'm in Vegas and I'm not a professional gambler. I'm right. going to get my ass kicked. I mean, I'm going to lose. So if I might enjoy doing it. I don't personally enjoy Vegas, but I mean, so a lot of people do. Right. And, and you like you like it better than I, I do. do. Um, but um, but how can I, much can I afford to lose? And if I lose it, then I'm not going, well, that's just the cost of having some fun, whatever that is. Right. But we say, okay, well, here's what we can afford to lose if we're totally wrong. And we're usually not totally wrong or usually not totally right. We're somewhere mm-hmm. in between. But I think if you say, well, we can lose this much. And if you can't afford to lose it, like going to Vegas, don't go. Don't Don't, go. don't invest. Don't do it. Because you're, you're taking too much of a chance. The business right. has to survive. You know, that's your that's your bread and butter. Well, as you, you know, you, otherwise you're you're out, you're done. Right. So that's always got to be there. You right. Know, right. You say. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think just to to make sure that you're looking at the numbers, and we we do it weekly. Uh, I sit down, we go over the numbers, we see where our investments are, see how things are going, and and don't lose sight of that because it's very easy. It's very easy to when things are going bad. Yeah, you get lived by the numbers. You know, it's, right. like, it's especially like you know, like we've talked about in past episodes, that like with COVID, like I, I used to always really kind of enjoy the numbers. You know, doing the numbers every week. Now it sucks. It's like, you know, it's like you're being... That's because we had it's more. Like Dawn's like, we need to do the numbers. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's like you're being punished. No, it's like you're coming down the chains. I, the, you're about to be beaten the, again. You I know, think it's because we used to have more numbers. <laughs> yeah, we used to have more numbers. Exactly. The numbers it's easier when you have more, more it's, numbers. It's a lot easier. Right, right. Because so. it's just a blast. But, you know, but that, you know, business goes up and down. And that's just the way it is. No one could see. I've seen COVID coming, obviously, worldwide. So that is what it is. And, and some businesses have thrived. Right. You know, um, but, um, but a lot of them haven't. And so it's tougher. But regardless, good, bad, or in between, you got to look at objective reality. And objective reality is what the numbers are. Right. That's it. You know, whether you're, you get emotional about it or not. And it's hard not to when right. they're great, and it's hard not to when they suck. I know. It's when they're in the middle that it's like, yeah, okay, remember, we yes. did for years. We're like, yeah, yeah, this is good. Everything's yep. good. We're fine. Right. And then, but when it's great, you're like, man, this is, we're cranking. You know, we got to buy some more stuff. And then and then when it sucks, you're like, oh, my God, we're all going to die. Why I mean, did we just, buy all that stuff? Why do we buy all that stuff? <laughs> we owe too much money on that stuff. So it's uh, it can be a little, it's a little, you know, it's a little crazy being in business. It is. It, it is. But it's all fun. these years. It is. It's fun, though. It's fun. It's, it's, it's fun. It's more fun. And you're unemployable. So it's more fun. You don't have a choice. I could probably get a job faster than you. Oh, that is such. That's probably yeah. That's not true. Golly, that's probably not that true. Is, that right, I take even, that back. That was yeah. You can even say that. No one's going to no so, yeah, believe you. Yeah. 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 Anyway. All right, we'll leave that. Go. Yep. <laughs> where, would, where would you get a job? I mean, who's? I mean, I mean, honestly, what would you go? Where, you know. Okay. You know how many? Do you know how many times? Where would you actually go? Do you know how many times a workshop? If I had someone like Dawn, I could call any. speaker. Where would you go? I could call any speaker and get a job. Any speaker and do what? Professional speaker. What do I do for you? By the way, everything's shut down. There's no events actually going on, so you're you're screwed. I'm a dog walker. You're a dog walker. That's what I do most. Yeah, no kidding, right? All right. So these are just some things to think about. You know, as you go forward, watch the numbers, man. I think that's probably what we want them to think about, right? Absolutely. Uh, sometimes it's fun, sometimes it sucks, but you, the numbers are reality. The more numbers emotional. you have, the more fun it is to The watch. more numbers you have, the more fun it is, but you got to really be diligent, especially when the numbers aren't what you want them to be, because ultimately the business must survive no matter what. That is the golden goose that lays all the eggs. Without the goose, you're done. So be careful, especially, and be conservative. That's mm-hmm. another lesson we've probably learned, and mm-hmm. we'll talk more about that as we go. Mm-hmm. But uh, thanks for joining us for the show. Yep. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks.